Please now turn in your Bibles to the book of Psalms. Turn, if you would, to Psalm 119. Psalm 119. The section starting with verse 81. Psalm 119, 81 verse through 88. I will read this to you and then we'll make some brief comments on it. My soul fainteth for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. Mine eyes fail for thy word, saying, When wilt thou comfort me? For I am become like a bottle in the smoke. Yet do I not forget thy statutes. How many are the days of thy servant? When will thou execute judgment on them that persecute me? The proud have digged pits for me, which are not after thy law. All thy commandments are faithful. Amen. They persecute me wrongfully. Help thou me. They had almost consumed me upon earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. Quicken me after thy loving kindness. So shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth. Amen. Brethren, as we read through this, the subject of this section is the importance of God's word in the midst of lengthy trials and sufferings that we as God's children will endure in this life. To help you to remember some of these things, I want to give you one key word in each passage to grab a hold of and to use that kind of as a hook for your thinking. Verse 81, my soul had fainted for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. Hope. Yes. The child of God will face many hard, difficult, and stressful circumstances in the life that will cause him to grow weary and faint. But God's word provides us with strength. It's the boost that we need to continue yes. by going to God's word. Think of a few examples from scripture. Think of Moses. Think of Joshua, Job, David, Jeremiah, Paul, and our Lord Jesus Christ himself. Do we have verses that talk about their lives and how they were encouraged, strengthened by the word of God? As we consider these and other examples of God's deliverance and strengthening power for his saints recorded in the scripture, it should lift us up in hope. Right. Verse 82, mine eyes fail for thy word, saying, when wilt thou comfort me? Comfort. When we have problems and discouragements, it's often that we want to complain about it. Well, notice what David did. He didn't, com he didn't complain to, to God about it. He brought his complaints to God to see them. You see the difference there? We don't want to, God, why did you do that? No, it's, Lord, look. See what I'm going through. Help me. When we have problems and discouragements, we don't need to complain to God, but we need to bring our complaints to Him. David did this, and we see in his life the source for help and peace when in trouble. The Lord and His Word, they provide us comfort. 
let me just share something with you. Occasionally we'll listen to some of these silly blogs just to see what's going on in the world. It gets distressing. And the other day I was doing that with my sweet sister, and she was saying, can we get something good? Can you open up some sugar passages from the Psalms? We turned to the Psalms, we read four or five Psalms, and guess what? Everything was blown out. Brethren, we need to do that. We need to do that. Because that's where we get our hope. 82, my eyes, mine eyes fail for thy word, saying, when wilt thou comfort me? We want comfort. When we have problems and discouragement, Oh, I already did that one. Excuse me. Go ahead to verse 83. For I am become like a bottle in the smoke, yet do not, do not I forget thy statutes. Yet, with all the difficulties and circumstances, yet I'm not going to forget God's law. This is a beautiful picture here. It talks about a bottle in the smoke. Think about not a glass bottle, but think about what their bottles would have been. A, a leather pouch containing milk or some other fluid. Take that, stick it in front of a fire, in the smoke, in the heat. What's going to happen? Over time, it's going to dry out. It's going to lose its suppleness. It's going to, you know, shrivel up. That's the picture of how David felt. And yet, and yet the Lord continued to provide for him as he sought him in his word, and as he was obedient to the word. Verse 84, How many are the days of thy servant? When wilt thou execute judgment on them that persecute me? The Lord will execute judgment. Even in the midst of trials, the true saint understands and trusts that the Lord will avenge him. After all, hasn't our brother James told us that, behold, we count them happy which endure? Ye've heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. Because the Lord's promise is evidenced in his word, we know that he will execute judgment on our enemies. So we don't need to worry about it. We don't need to be frustrated by it. We don't need to worry about getting revenge ourselves because the ultimate judge will take care of it for us Amen. when he executes his judgment. Verse 85, the proud have digged pits for me which are not after thy law. Think about pits. There's a warfare between the wicked and the righteous. The scriptures tell us over and over about it. Paul and Jesus told us about this battle, so we should not be surprised. Listen to what the Apostle Paul told us. Yea, and all they that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. He also told the Thessalonians, Wherefore, when we could no longer forbear, we thought it good to be left at Athens alone. Wherefore, when we... Oh, and sent Timotheus, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith, that no man should be moved by these afflictions. For yourselves know that we are appointed thereunto. For verily, when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation, even as it came to pass, and you know, 
Brethren, it's one thing to face uncertainty and difficulties that you don't know, that just suddenly pop up. But when you're told about them, right. if you've got a map that says, oh, and at mile marker 59, there's an accident on the side of the road. There are repairs going on there. It's no big deal. Paul's told us about it. Yes. What about our Lord Jesus Christ over in John 15? If, any, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you're not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember the word that I said unto you. The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. What comfort, brethren. The Lord's told us. We're going to be rejected. And this is a good thing for us to remember. If we're rejected for righteousness' sake, we're in the pathway of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you ever worry about your salvation? If you're suffering because you're Christ, you've got nothing to worry about whatsoever. One, because that's proving you're one of His. Two, you're one of His. And He takes care of His own. The Lord told us in advance that His followers, as His followers, that we should expect the pits of the enemy to prepare, be, and have us be prepared for them. Verse 20, 86, All thy commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. Help thou me. Faithful are God's words. Brethren, one of my favorite examples is Joshua. Again, think about having to replace Moses and leading the people into the land to conquer their enemies. Would you be afraid? Would you be concerned? Would that cause you some angst? Sure would me. But look how God opens up the book of Joshua in talking to Joshua. Joshua 1, 5 through 9 there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then... Thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Amen. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, Amen. whithersoever thou goest. <laughs> you say, wow, if the Lord read that to me, I could do anything. He has. He gave this word to us. 
Mark that passage, men, and go to it when you feel a little skittish. When faced with the unrighteous opposition and persecution, the godly seek God's word, for there they see that Jehovah is their ever faithful help and deliverance. Verse 87, they had almost consumed me upon earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. Not. I will not forsake God's precepts. Remember the antithesis. Remember that study we've done before on that. We live contrary to this world and its lifestyle. The world and the devil want us to quit and give up. The Lord Jesus Christ, to encourage his saints and encourage us, talked about that in John chapter 6. Remember how he preached away the crowd that wanted him only because of their goodies that he had given them? And he finally comes to the apostles and says, From that time many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus and the twelve, Will ye also go away? Let's be Peter. Let's be Peter. Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Right. Trials and tribulations can be sore in life and our test our ability to hold on to the truth. But we, like Peter, should realize that there is not any place else to go. Finally, verse 88, quicken me after thy loving kindness, so shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth. Quicken. Later in this very same psalm, David testifies to the power of God's word to keep us alive. In verse 93, I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. Brethren, you get tired, you need energy, go to God's word. It'll give it to you. Go to it believing, and it will empower you. Hey, you come and you see something and it slaps you in the face. And, oh, but that's what a righteous man does, and I haven't been righteous. Well, if you remember your sin, confess it and forsake it, and then you're able to do it. We can go directly to the Lord in prayer and in our Bible study, and He will provide refreshing after seasons of difficulty. When it comes, we should rejoice in His goodness and redouble our efforts to obey and keep His Word as He quickens us. May the Lord bless this consideration of a psalm this morning. Please turn in your Psalters.